Hello and welcome to Stuff We've Seen. This is James Kent and uh, with me is Teal. Say hi, Teal. Hey, how's it going? You're supposed to say hi, Teal. See, that would have been the funny joke. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, we're doing yeah. bad comedy today because <laughs> we are going to watch something that attempts to be funny and it is not very it, funny. And this is just more evidence of, of how I don't like comedies. Right. Um, so <laughs> we thought it would be fun if you've been listening to the show. We've been talking about this Michael Bay movie, Six Underground, and how much I hate it. I think you like it secretly, but <laughs> you don't um, say anything. So you know you like it. I, I do. I secretly like it. <laughs> See? Um, but what we were going to do with this exercise is that if you like these kind of movies, right, we want to ruin that for you for all time. Because after you watch us go through a film like this, in the way we go through movies, you may not like a movie like this ever again, because you're going to see how horrible it is. I don't uh, know if there are other movies like this. Maybe not. Um, so what we're doing is on the Netflix, we're doing a teleparty where we're going to watch the movie and then you're going to get a chance to watch it with us. Uh, so yeah. what's going to happen is when I give you the countdown and say go, you will start the movie and hopefully we'll be fairly in sync um, and you can listen to us while you're watching this film. How you do that, I don't know. That's up to you. Um, I know how we're doing it. Um, but, uh, you know, I know that the other two watch parties, people have listened, whether they've watched it with the movie or not, I don't know, but people seem right. to like them. We did... Uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And we also mm -hmm. did Red Dawn. These are very weird choices to do watch parties <laughs> on. Uh, they're not cinematic uh, achievements that need to be broken no, down. In, in fact, all of them are things that we kind of just uh, <laughs> don't love. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe one day we'll do one that's like a classic. But <laughs> but those are so, so many people have done those. I think that is the point. Right, right. You, you don't need to hear us uh, talk about a masterpiece. You need to hear exactly. us talk about a disaster piece. Um, <laughs> and that's what we're going to do. We are going to talk about. So now, listen, I may have a lot to say. And then what's going to happen is this movie's going to wear me down. And I'm going to be in, in like a stupor. Uh, so, you know, enjoy the beginning when I have lots yeah. to crap on. And then eventually. Because there will, there will reach a point at which we have just been ground down and exhausted and had our souls crushed. By, by the inhumanity of this movie. Yeah. So sometimes we're going to be commenting on the Michael Bay style or lack thereof. We'll be commenting on the bad dialogue, um, the overwrought uh, stale characters, uh, the right wing patriotic enthusiasm mumbo jumbo. <laughs> and then other times it may be just a little mystery science theater 3000. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Yep. So I think we're ready. Are you ready over there, Teal? Uh as you'll yeah. ever be. Okay, I know. I, I guess. I guess. I. I mean. I. I. I woke up today and I thought, I can't believe I'm going to watch this movie again. <laughs> yes. Again. And this yeah. is all your fault, of course, because you had to uh, watch I it know. in the first place and tell me you should watch the first 15 minutes, which was your code for you should watch the whole thing. I no. I in fact, I said after you watched the first 15 minutes, I said, don't watch the rest. I mm. don't recommend it. You don't. You know, you just, you, you like to punish me and now I'm punishing you by making it. I trolled it. you into watching this movie. It's true. Yeah. So now we're trolling our audience into watching it um, <laughs> with us. That's, that's always fun. Okay. It's a little bit better. Okay. So let's, let's, uh, here we go. We're going to hit play and I think it's going to, all right, I'm hitting, oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Yep, rewind. And all then right. you got to do the countdown. Okay. Going to go countdown for everybody. Okay. So here we go. Uh, we're going to do in, uh, get your, get yourself ready to, to hit play. So when I, when I get down to one, then you hit play. Five, four, three, two, one. 
Oh, there it is. I just heard the bum And if you haven't yep. heard that, then you did something wrong and you'll have to restart. <laughs> See, so Sky far Dance. it starts fine with Skydance. Sky I don't is, have a problem is, with it. That's Michael Bay's production company. Okay. See, now here, he, he will provide the color commentary with the deets. <laughs> See, I think this is a good film so far. I mean. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong. They can't go wrong in the opening five seconds. <laughs> Dusty. They can with the voiceover. Ooh. I'm intrigued so far. <laughs> He's just saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It's it's nonsense. There's, yep. and, and nobody, it, mind you, he's like a billionaire, but no one's been searching for him. Right. They just think he's dead and whatever. And he somehow managed to fake his death, go completely underground, and uh, gets to just goof off flying his plane around. Like, yep. He's, he a, he's a Red Bull spawn. Wouldn't you think Red Bull would be like concerned that they've lost their uh, <laughs> their big promoter? Now, you well, know, here's a question. Was that just special effects? I don't know. Because he's, or does well, he even okay, get to fly, so th right? That's a really good question. Because like this, I think that's largely real. Like they actually went out and. Oh, dictator murders. Oh. Hundred. Oh, here it oh, is. Here we Bay, go. Bay. This is signature Bay, yep. right? With all the big, like enthusiastic, get you pumped up music. Yeah, this is, this is real. Well, somebody's in there, right? But Who then they show that thing with Ryan Reynolds. That, uh, man, that could be real. That's not real right there. But it looks real. It does look real. Well, and I think that's, you know, one of the good things about this movie. <laughs> is oh, that a oh, wait lot a minute, of Wait a minute, something's happened to Ryan Reynolds. Is uh -oh. he going to die right here in the opening? Was it like, oh, but wait, did he get out? Oh, He got out. But they don't know that. Right. Did he, is he faking his own death? Yes. That's what's going on. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's a ghost. Oh. Oh. Oh, great. Okay, confuse us. Oh, yeah, yeah, because this is the next 20 minutes are really confusing. Yes. Okay, six underground. Now we got the title. Yep. Ooh. Yep, here we go. Gore right in the first few minutes. You know, this could be pretty intense. Um, well, I mean, he's trying to keep it secret. We don't really know what's happening. There's a lot of close-up. We don't know who the characters are. We don't know what's happening. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. too much close-up. So, like, I, the idea oh, of... But now we're in Florence. Oh. Have You've never been to Florence, right? No. Oh, it's amazing. They just showed the Ponte Vecchio. Now, there's Mer Melanie Laurent, right, playing this action star. She's French. Yeah. That seems to be a new thing because in Army of the Dead, they have a female action-y star, and she's from France, too. <laughs> okay, so this is a trend, huh? Yeah, and she even looks like Melanie Laurent's character. In that it's Army okay that we're talking over the dialogue in this movie because oh. there is no dialogue in this movie. Well, there's stuff they're talking about, but it's just not important. <laughs> Well, they're talking about taking the bullet out. 
Okay, now it's a little bit better. It's less less close ups. Now is that that's Dave Franco driving, right? Yes. Right. Now do you think yeah. that he had a bigger role in the movie and as they were shooting all the stuff happened about James and they're like, maybe we need to cut Wait, Dave Franco happened out. happened about James? James Franco, you know. Oh, stop, you know. No, I don't. That he's been canceled. Oh, I didn't know. No, no, you're lying. I'm not lying. Boy, are you out of it. We'll have a now chat, this, a little side chat. Okay, now this is cool. All right, so is that really, I mean, I what's the deal? Do, do, do they really do that? I think they really did that. I think they throw in some of the sparks and stuff digitally. But now they're 17 minutes earlier. We have to pay attention. Now, if he's a ghost, how is he getting these meetings? Exactly. You know what I mean? Now, by the way, when they... Um, See, I think this is real. I think they're actually Well, yeah, they were the shooting streets. in Florence, so yeah, there's like these I, scenes. And I think the helicopter is... And that, I, I don't know what this is. Is that like a green screen thing that gets good That's good That's probably technology? green screen. By the way, the streets in Florence are super narrow. Awesome. See? They yeah, so he's excited because somebody just got killed. Somebody, but they smashed a car. That was cool. But that was bad guys, right? That got killed? Yes. Like, is there rules yeah. there? Now, the nuns, I mean, somebody the, broke a leg there, right? <laughs> no, they're oh. fine. <laughs> That's a Michael Bay trademark that of humor, a, by the way. Yeah, that is absolutely now, now Michael you see, Bay humor. Now, he just hit somebody. And so now, in a sense, Ryan Reynolds is culpable for injury yes. to some poor sap. Yep. And the driver felt bad about it, but. Yeah. Ryan well, okay. Reynolds. There's justice for him soon. Yeah, the whole being a ghost thing, we can go on and on about it, but it makes no sense. Oh, no, we're going to go on and on about it. That's like that's the whole crux of what makes no sense in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice slow-mo stuff. Guys like oh, giving the yes, finger. Oh, pigeons. I mean, and this the, is really... Like, see, what? Like, that's the, not funny. The fingering thing, I think Bay thinks those are funny things to happen. He does. And I think he likes the fact that look at all this stuff we get. And there's that guy still giving the finger. Oh, and now yep. he's the billionaire. Oh, he's one. He's number one. We got to pay he's attention to that. number one. Yeah. Yeah, because they can't have names because then they'd have emotions. And by the way, the whole thing of them going back 17 minutes, six months, whatever that is, it's just a device that he thinks is cool. It really, it actually slows the story down. It, it does. It slows down our understanding of the story. Now, does Bay shoot those insert shots where they show Melanie Laurent's eyes, or he just has like a second or third unit director doing <laughs> all that? I think he's stuff. always shooting in four or five units with like. She's a CIA spook. Okay, good. And see, that's well, that's what you're whoa. talking about with that very bone crunching. Yes, the bone crunching, just like let's mutilate bodies. 
And that, that look that Melanie's giving there, she's like, I cannot believe I am in this, <laughs> I'm movie. In this movie. She's like, whatever. <laughs> look the at ch- this. I know. Look at this. Blood. And now she has no blood on her face. Did you see that? Yeah. Yep. See, there's no blood on her eye, but now there's blood. She's now there's no blood the on doctor. her eye. Yeah. The doctor. And what was that with what the pink duck? What was that duck? little rubber duck? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's the movie I want to know about. <laughs> I don't think I picked that up the first time. Now I actually- Oh, I movie, definitely did not. This movie's making me actually have to pay attention to it. <laughs> but that we're doing the watch party. But, so, you know, this is good car chase <laughs> stuff, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's all like, there's like no like beautiful composed long shots or anything I interesting. I totally agree. I'm just talking about the uh, driving uh, And Michael Bay and his uh, gratuitous, uh, and he has to say, God, I love Italy. I mean, it's. Yeah. Uh, what's he starting to feel? Uh, yeah, and now. This is like the second time they've done this roundabout move. Well, it's a very small area the air that they're in yeah. in uh, Florence, right around the Duomo, which is what you see they're approaching the Duomo now. Right. Got to get a horse's ass in there. Oh, yes. Here's Mr. Parkour. I like this guy, uh, and I like him because I think parkour is cool. I used to do parkour. I know you did. Yeah, you were... You- <laughs> <laughs> this goes in with my whole idea of church climbers right here <laughs> it's true this is and exactly what i, I was I thinking like how, how useless it's entirely pointless to have this guy up there but you can actually watching. go up to the top of the duomo you probably can't go outside on the top of the dome but he, he could get up right. that far believe me i've been there so i know that there's a way you but could get up there why is he up there what is the it, it, i really he, don't know other than this this opportunity to have somebody you can see that was a little insert there that was clearly yes. uh, CGI. I mean, you know, come. It kind of looks cool, but it's all done to, to make things that look seem cool. Yeah, but that's what's wrong with that? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, no, the, you're but right. see, they're Is trying it... to build a franchise here, and, and they really are. Are they the, really? Yeah, yeah. So they have to build all this cool stuff because there's already a James Bond. There's already a Mission right. Impossible. But wait, so they, so I don't know why there there's parkour going on during the car chase. Because it's cool. I don't know what he's supposed to do. That's right. I have no idea what his yeah. Car like, is what is do. his purpose? Well, he's the sky the skywalker, right? Yeah. So he runs around on buildings and watches car chase. You're catching on quick, sir. <laughs> yes, okay. yes. He's got a map. He's got to jump from building. What if he has no more buildings to jump to? That he's in problem. Yeah, exactly. He's in trouble. <laughs> and like, he's the eye in the sky. Right, because they can't use a drone. Yeah. And, of course, they had plenty of things, uh, scaffolding and things for him to be yes. able to get to. Again, this is my problem with Bay. He does things because he thinks that it will just be cool, but it exactly. doesn't serve the better point of the story. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Final Destination 3 in it right there. Yep. Or 2. I guess it's Final Destination I can't two. remember which one, but, yeah, it was right there. See, there you go. This is oh, the stuff. Just. Where- Oh, Ryan. Yeah, oh, God. See, it's not... It wasn't funny. No, that's the thing is most of these jokes land so flat. Up oh, and now there's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is supposed to be hilarious, right? I mean, if you... If, oh, yeah. If this, if I was like 12, maybe. Yeah, don't you I, squish <laughs> it, you motherfucker. It's such a clever line. 
Oh, the mission. So they need this eye somehow. Yes. They somehow knew that that eye was going to come into play. <laughs> well, no, he, that's the eye he got out of the guy that he's in the room talking to. Yeah. Oh, I see. But he lost it out of his pocket. See, it's not, yeah. really, not really well. <laughs> it's so stupid. Little, little time for a little break here. Oh, and then there's bird poop because it's nonstop shenanigans in uh, yeah, it's not Dayland. It is nonstop. I mean, that's like the little rubber duck thing. This is so dumb. This is, uh, I, yeah, me too, dude. This is grossing me out. Finally, a cop. Oh, good, he got it. There's the parkour guy. Parkour to, I, again, you, we're going to before this is over. We're going to figure out what his role is. <laughs> well, he has a role, more of a role in some of the other actions. Well, this is a guy. He's he's here for the sole purpose of the comic relief. Yes, he's the hitman, but he's really like you know bringing he's on really the comic just, hits. This parkour guy again. Yeah, but <laughs> but some of that parkour stuff, you know, if this was a Marvel movie, that would be all digital. Yeah. Now I, I think I'm. Here's the what we don't know. Does that actor was he hired for his parkour chops? I don't know. Or or is or are they because he's he's actually he's actually doing some of it because I know they hired some kind of. British right. parkour troop or something that the guy for, you know Bay some learned of, about to double him, yeah. Why isn't this, he? See, there's another back. person that's probably dead, a, a yep, regular another person. person. Yep, just, just somebody on a on a scooter. Yeah. And that happens throughout this scene. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing the movie about the investigation into this whole incident. <laughs> <laughs> Some rugged... Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, that looks like yep. it hurt somebody. And, and then they have to linger. Oh, oh, God. You know, I mean. Yeah, and then there's this. See, and how many people are hurt? <laughs> I'm glad that uh, Ryan Reynolds is here to backseat drive. Oh, that see, and there, look at now you're talking about. Not only that, car splits in half, and then a the guy falls out. And yep, I guess, the guy falls out, and blood shoots out of his neck. And Michael Bay's like, "I'm giving you realism." <laughs> oh, and now here's the huge comedy with the Spice Girls. Nope, not no. Ryan says no. That's not. That's a bridge that's, too far. That's the comedy. <laughs> that's. <laughs> see watching I mean, a movie like this with me is hilarious isn't it you can just see though like i can see michael bay giggling to himself when he comes up with this stuff oh yeah there's at no point that he doesn't watch dailies and isn't like <laughs> yes yeah. oh and now they're gonna this is the part with the afizi gallery coming up <laughs> Oh man, yep. 
she just had been didn't work, injured so. or something. And so, you know, she doesn't, by the way, there's no injury I mean, on her back in that, that shot. guy's head explode? I like, know. You know, that's expensive oh, yeah. to, like, have a guy's eye explode when he gets shot. Um, th that's what sort of amazes me is that they spend all this money on these little, uh, side shots of people getting shot. And oh, this is where they go into the Uffizi gallery. Yes. But by the way, you can't get in there without a ticket and, and you have to get that ticket in advance. You have to wait in a line. So I don't know how they are even, yeah, this is remotely point. possible without getting a, oh, look at this. They're just cleaning it. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> like that stuff is all CGI. Right. Yeah. It's just, and it's, I don't know how the CGI works or what's going on here, but they watch too many of those stupid Fast and Furious movies. So if this is all CGI, then. Or they built the a set around that. I mean, now. Do you think they actually could have gotten cars in there, though? I mean, they must have closed the I mean, <laughs> you know. Oh, good. By the way, that's not where the statue of David is. But that's not important. It's about <laughs> well, it's jokes. in Florence, but it's in a separate museum, and it's you couldn't just drive in like that. I've been there. But those are the things that take me out of a movie, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't take me out of the movie. It the, does. The penis me. jokes take me out of the movie. Yeah. Well, they have time when they're doing all this stuff and killing you know random people and stuff. Right. They have time they to make jokes. And, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's part of the problem with this movie is that the Ryan Reynolds character is so glib uh, yeah. that he doesn't seem to care about human life, even though he's doing all of this supposedly for humanitarian reasons, but it's actually, <laughs> guy, he suddenly got a skateboard and he just jumped on there. Can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> yeah. That and then, was Oh, awesome. see, that was, oh. yeah, right. He that we don't see in a movie, but the question is, was there reasons for not seeing it in a movie all these years? Right. No, but part of the reason is, is that that's a really expensive shot. And where did that guy get, the, the parkour kid get this gun? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> it came with the skateboard. And this was the point, right, where he's wearing us down. Like, the car chase has gone on yes. a little too long. Yeah. Well, and it's also less interesting now. Well, because it's the same type of action over and over again. Yeah. <clears throat> And then here's that, da, 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 like, and then these guys <laughs> there. Oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Like, there wasn't blood splatter on the oh wall because that. well, there's blood right here. Oh, you have to see inside. Yeah, see, all of these shots are expensive to do. This is time consuming. All these little. Well, it took them four weeks to shoot this part. <laughs> well, I know, I know. I'm just saying that the, this is a huge, uh, this isn't like right from the start. I'm going, wow, this is an expensive. And this movie. is 19 minutes in. So, I mean, it's yeah. a huge part and we haven't even really gotten into the story. <laughs> There's a, yeah, we haven't gotten to the story at all. This is just like the intro car chase. Oh, thinking Dave Franco yep. didn't make it. No, didn't work out so well for him. Well, you know, see, now you're going to get it. He is number six. Six underground, sir. Six oh. underground. <laughs> this is a deep movie. Wow, this is deep. 
Mm-hmm. No wonder Ryan Reynolds agreed to do this. This is really <laughs> I'm sure the twenty million dollars was <laughs> was not. I mean, I look at. I don't even know what you got, but I mean, I would certainly sign up if they gave me a million dollars to be in a movie like this. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here we Back go. to being a ghost. You know, yeah. when you're <laughs> when you're destroying an entire uh, famous city in Italy, I don't know how you remain a ghost so long. But yeah, like oh, and now police. we got some Captain Morgan. Yep. I mean, it, there's a lot of product placement. You know, you know, make up that 200 million windfall somehow. <laughs> I I don't know if it's product placement so much as that Michael Bay just likes advertising things. Well, he was in commercials for a long time. But yes, don't discount the fact that anytime you see a product, there wasn't oh, somebody trying to make a yep. deal. <laughs> And that was a really nice shot of the Captain Morgan yeah. there. That's the thing. is That's how you know when something's product placement is how is it shot. Yeah. And this. Uh, so Six Underground all, brought to you by the captain. So now they all feel bad. Oh, yes. So right. this, Forget about the, the 40 other people in the right. city of Florence that died. Oh, we're not we're a family. Not, we're not a family. We're ghost. What? I'm a ghost? What? <laughs> Oh, oh! They'll leave it to Beaver. This for all the young kids who are watching the show now will maybe go off and uh, you know stream some Leave It to Beaver shows. <laughs> I'm sure they will be enthralled yeah. by that. My kids can't wait to start watching the old classics. Yeah, Six Underwater is really what they should have said. Oh, and now here we get this kind of an interesting story, right? This is a guy who needs some redemption. He wants to, yes. to take his shot. This is the guy. He was in. Um, the movie about uh, oh, uh, NWA. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. You didn't? No. Loser. <laughs> was it? Was it the Straight Out of Compton? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, again, the cost of this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, unless Michael Bay is his own little uh, backlot studio that they use this stuff. But, you know, it's just all this, like, violence, right? It's, just, yeah, just here we go. Let's kill some more people. I I wonder if there's a scene in this movie in which no one dies and there's no blood. Like, what's this all about? It's funny, I guess, to him. This stuff yeah. is hilarious. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Bay really, I mean, he does say that he makes movies for teenagers, but. Does he? He's. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think he's like, yeah, my audience is teenage boys. Ah. Well, he's probably not wrong on that. And he serves them well, but it really makes me question his uh, sense of humanity. Yep, he tried. He wanted to take the shot. But see, now they're still doing backstory and trying to get like what where this is all headed, and we're already. Uh, yeah, what 22 are we have? minutes. 22 minutes and, and 46 we're still, seconds. We're still introducing characters and doing backstory. Well, that's the thing is, I think that the whole first hour is that before we even get into the second half, which is their mission. Uh, is, it, is it the full hour? Well, we're going to find out, right? Yeah, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Another explosion. And that looks very CGI right That there. looked very CGI. Yeah. The first one. Now this, but, I but mean. The thing is, I think it's a lot of mix of CGI, like. And practical, and yes. And practical, yeah. And he loves those helicopters, doesn't he? He loves them. <laughs> He's a helicopter fetishist. Oh, and he can't believe he wasn't allowed to take the shot, and his men 
were crisp. And everyone died. It's time to become a ghost. Yeah. Do you want to get a chance to take the shot that you weren't allowed to take? Become a ghost. They're putting in all this effort to show, like, how much these people care about human lives and saving the innocent. And then, you know, they go on a car chase where they just mow people down. Oh, and here we go. The introduction. I'm a ghost. <laughs> I'm a ghost. This is a very interesting directing choice to have the blind halfway down. I don't understand it. <laughs> it's a very interesting it's choice. Really, I mean, this son is literally outside their door going, hello. Yes. <laughs> the set director actually had to like put up all these like plaques. And I was just <laughs> thinking that I was like, look at that trifold flag and the football helmet. Yep. The commendations he's got on the wall. Yeah. You, what? I can? Oh. No, instead it's people I tell you who are evil. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can trust I'm me. I'm going to personally determine who's evil. But yeah, I mean, when do we even get his backstory? We haven't even gotten the main character Dude, backstory. We get, a, we get a little of his backstory, but I guess they're saving that for the sequel where we get more. Well, no, but even like his primary motive for what he's doing, we, it's pretty late in the movie when we well, get that. Yeah, but like when he was a kid, they didn't, they didn't, this is like other backstory. <laughs> when he was a child, he was at a theater performance with his parents. <laughs> he walked outside. Some criminals kill his parents. <laughs> so here's what I like about being a ghost is if you're a billionaire who fakes their death, you don't need any support staff after that. You can nope. do it. You can do everything yourself. <laughs> yeah, all your money's untraceable. Well, he's got all that technology. Yes. That's how we find he's, out. Right? Well, sure, but also he like, and you know they don't need people uh, like cooking their food or uh, yeah, no, no support staff whatsoever. Nobody to like make your appointments. And of course, now you're putting everybody through this, which is by the way a crime. Um, you know, to fake your own death. Um, that's why Andy Kaufman still hasn't come forward. <laughs> still not convinced. But, he's but not yeah, out there. this is really, and I don't. I find these close-ups lame. Andy Kaufman would be in his seventies now, late seventies, yeah. right? By the way, this has nothing to do with this movie, but. I got to tell you, Jim Carrey, to me, was nothing like Andy Kaufman. And I will go to my grave saying that that movie was not good. <laughs> and I'm glad he wasn't nominated for an Oscar because it was not a good performance. And I know there will be those who will disagree, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, here we go. Some fun comedy. This is awful. Yeah. See, and there's another joke. Hmm. But see, I think Michael Bay demands that kind of shtick out of his screenwriters. 
I think so too. <clears throat> yeah. But see, well, this is my like, pro- well. This is the problem. This was designed not for theaters, so that shtick right. only works when you have like four hundred people yucking it up. Right. It doesn't work when it's just you and I watching it. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. It, it, it's sort of like every scene. It's like, how can we put some sort of twist on this to make it more juvenile? See, this is that right-wing idea of how yeah. how we could fix things if we didn't have all of the interference. If we didn't have democracy. The UN. Yeah, exactly. It is, I guess, a, a, another spin on Charlie's Angels in a sense, right? It is kind of, yeah. He's Charlie, maybe before he brought in the Angels. Silly. <laughs> For safety. I mean, what does it matter if they know their names? They're dead. He should have said, I want to be Mr. Pink. You missed it. I want a cool sounding name. You have one, you number two, you number three. <laughs> this guy. So that's. So okay, so see, the... 30 minutes it took. Yeah, so the villain has now been introduced 30 minutes in. Yeah, but yet we still haven't really gotten it. There's still more backstories to come. Yeah, it feels like we're still in setup here. Hmm. Oh, that's right. We get to introduce the magnet technology. Yeah. And that's right out of James Bond, right? Because they never introduce yep. some technology that they're not going to use. Flashback time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neo Diamond. <laughs> I love that look. He's like, hmm, let me take a look here. For me, I think Michael Bay hates having to actually direct these. These are the scenes he probably uses yeah. the second unit person for because he really <laughs> likes just doing the dumb action stuff. Well, and it looks like he just set up a couple of cameras here and said, you know, just do some stuff. Yeah. And it moves around. You don't. You do not have a still camera in a Michael Bay movie. No. Never. Now he's going to explain some shit for the audience. Right. You know, they have this cool base with all these computers, but he's going to do it with cups. And and mind you, I don't mean, who's that person in the background? They're like, do, do they have to kill them afterwards because they know too much? <laughs> <laughs> or does he hire a team of ghosts to, like, help out? <laughs> well, that was my support staff question. Yeah, I, see, maybe that's what it is. 
you know. Explain it, that's right. <laughs> really? Huh. Yep. So that was what he's talking about. See, it's all about this idea of how we can in install right. democracy. Democracy loving brother. Yeah. And he means necessary, man. Yeah. Oh, there's that sunny day. I this is like that's total digital yeah. color. Drink some Heineken. You didn't he didn't come on, sir. You gotta turn that bottle just turn a little the label bit more. Around. Oh, she's doing There we it. go. <laughs> Oh. oh, and now we're going to get some backstory on the number one. Okay, so the number one, oh, they, I mean, that's Ryan Reynolds. But when he said, like, this guy is our first, uh, our number one guy, and he pulls down the number one, and there's a picture of this dictator behind it, is that uh, just the first villain for the first movie? I think so, yeah. Okay. Just so that there's more missions. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, now, see, here it is. It's again showing you this idea of people in need and help yes and here's the noble white guy who's coming in to give a bunch of money but realizes that's not enough yeah but he but he's just he's he has no real real caring just like tony stark didn't yeah in the first he iron man similar movie. to tony stark yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, Michael Bay borrows from all of these things, thinking if I put them all together, it's a recipe for success. <laughs> and why is this? I mean, this just keeps cutting back and forth for no reason. There's not. Because Michael Bay doesn't know how to put together a scene. Yeah. I mean, it's... the editing on that was insane. Like I said, these are things that he feels are necessary, right? To get you the details to understand what's going to happen and what he really wants to be focused on, which is the action. So I don't think yes. he likes things like this. He just gets through but them any way he can. He does shoot them in his Michael Bay-ish way. There's no other way. <laughs> There's no other way for Michael Bay. Yeah, so here's some nice digital work. Yep, you sw you push out. Now, I'm pretty sure those uh -oh. people are real and not CGI. <laughs> no! I mean, it's just all cuts and confusing action. It's just all cuts, yeah. <laughs> well, there's that stunt work you're talking about. People flying yeah. all over the place. No, I think some of the stunt work in this movie is pretty good. Now, you can see how some people were highlighted differently. That's where you have people in the front that were shot for real, and then the rest of that exactly. stuff's all CGI stuff. Yep. Yeah, and it's just layered in. But doesn't, you know, again, it really just doesn't feel like there's, there's two schools of thought in that there's a lot of thought going on in how to do it, but there's right. not really a lot of thought in how to like, I don't know, make it interesting. Or, you know, what effect they're going for. Yeah. Like, and then everything, <laughs> everything is human treated story. the same. Michael Bay loves to like focus on the human factor. Yes. 
Well, he's trying to like get us emotionally, and th- this is supposed to make us think, oh, no. Yeah, but he fails just like how we fail with Pearl Harbor. Yes, it, it, total failure here. This does not make me feel like, oh, these poor people, and what a tragedy if only, uh, you know, we could kill dictators for fun. But yeah, this is supposed to be absolutely heartbreaking and devastating, and it's the whole motivation for his character and why he becomes a ghost in the first place. Yep. We don't know. We never really learn about his family, do we? Do they even talk about, did he no. have any family? We never mention it. They never mention it, I don't think. Sequel, my friend. Sequel. Sequel's going to be all about <laughs> You know there'll be a sequel. And guess what? If there is, listeners, we'll be there for you. <laughs> we will be there for Seven yeah, Underground. That's right. It's when he teams up with the Ocean's Eleven gang. <laughs> it's a heist and an action film, and then hopefully there'll be some zombies, and I mean, Zack Snyder can, can direct part of it. Uh, yeah, I, is this really... How did this movie do for Netflix? I I don't know, but they, oh, I think they had a huge amount of viewers when it first came out, according okay. to Netflix, by the way, which you can't verify. Well, of course, yeah, but... It, There's they look at those... Their algorithms decide if they're making a sequel or not, so... It's true. They're not making a sequel to The Irishman. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> or Mank. <laughs> no. I would watch a sequel to Mank, but I'd probably be the only one. Uh, Napoleon Complex? We get it. Or is that a Russian? <laughs> no, that This guy loves Napoleon. <laughs> that was the most insane thing. Oh, that's right. Louvre, Abu Dhabi. I think Michael Bay actually has a lot of contempt for the Middle East. I feel like he does. Well, I really feel like some of those Transformers movies were really kind of offensive. Kind of. Uh-huh. Kind of. Well, you're you're kind this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you haven't had enough coffee. I have not because... Whenever Michael Bay does angles and things, it's always like the super close up. Like I said, there's yes. really, you know, we always talk about that mise-en-scene. Michael Bay movies are have a complete and total lack of mise-en-scene. Well, except he does this thing where he has like, the next time it comes up, I'll show you, but he has like multi, like three planes. Here he's got two planes, right? But he likes to move the camera so these planes move in relationship to each other. See, he's doing it again there. Like, Yeah, but this is very standard movie shooting. It, it absolutely There's is. There's nothing it's, complex about it or using it to like create a mood or anything. It's just... Or, t- or tell a story. It's just... It's basically just shooting it with the same approach Here's, like, see, here's when that, these... like, that's not sweeping or epic to me. It's just, oh, it's expected. Yes. And it is like that. Like, every shot is expected. But, he, yeah, see, he's doing these multi-plane things. He loves doing that. I could kill him right now. <laughs> but I won't. Because I'm a ghost.
I see they're talking about one thing, but they really mean another. Yeah, this is the deepest scene in the movie. You know, maybe, well, they, I don't think the John Wick movies are on Netflix, but, you know, we really would should go, because that's where I feel like it's not the same type. It's Yes, a lot of action, but it's completely different. It's done well, it's, so it, well. I, I get viscerally involved in the action in those, and... This is, yeah. This not. is distracting. See that the way that framing the low angle up and then these guys—it's just very sloppy to me. Like yeah. I don't understand the composition, and then that is just a switching to another. It's like all over the place. Well, and the, yeah, and there's no purpose to why or when it switches angles. Again, Ryan Reynolds is always watchable, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Funny line. I'm enjoying. <laughs> yeah. 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 That person in the background laughed too. <laughs> I wonder how much of that he just comes up with. I, I think he comes up with quite a bit of it. Oh, and here's that Michael Bay. We're gonna have gratuitous sex. <laughs> is that what this is? Just a gratuitous sex scene? Well, but listen to that music. It's always, it's like I said, I was on my elliptical bike and I'm like, okay, I can watch this while I'm. It is just a gratuitous sex yeah. scene. But they're not gonna show any sex anymore because that's not cool anymore. Okay. And then we zoom down and it's over. Yep. And he's staying in this. It's not. It's this really bad be bedtime banter. <laughs> and that light pouring down. <laughs> well, and also it's just a woman he met at a bar. It's. Well, he knew her. No, 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 no. He had her targeted for. Oh, earlier. that's right. Yeah, that's right. But just in the James Bond style, he has to sleep with her first. Right. <laughs> Test her out. And again. At this point, nobody has recognized that this guy who is supposed to be dead is floating around places. I'm just saying. Well, that's the thing. He's staying in this hotel. What does he pay cash for everything? Well, he's created a new identity, I guess. I guess that's true. But yeah. but yet it would seem like somehow his face with facial recognition would have been picked up somewhere. You would think with all the stupid shit that he does. Uh Ooh. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> Thanks for that piece of information. <laughs> this is... I hate dialogue like this. Oh, it's just unbearable. How far into this movie are we? <laughs> Not far enough. We no, are now... My, I'm, my I'm telling you, we are 42 minutes and 49 seconds. And we are still in setup. Oh, wait, he hadn't killed himself then. Oh. Uh, uh, now we're all caught up. Hey, it only took that long. Now we're in the present. Okay. 42 minutes and the setup is done. Okay. okay. So are we... Keep the fuck down. Oh, hey, look, it's there's the Leave it to Beaver and he's got the DVD collection. Oh, yeah. He loves Leave it to Beaver. It wasn't just a, yeah. a re reference. They somehow haven't done any research to figure out. Right. 
Well, they should have hired those guys, uh, Nev and Neve and Max from uh, Catfish. They find everybody in like <laughs> ten, 10 seconds. There's clearly software available. <laughs> I know this is going to sound very cynical, but yeah. I, you know, there's no real um, Asian characters in this movie. And I, my guess is that the bean counters here didn't feel there was any percentage in it because of the sort of pro-democracy message. It probably could never play in China. Right. But also, I don't even know what Netflix's footprint is in China. I don't know. Oh, I guess but, not. So then they, but, but, you know, I mean, like normally in other Michael Bay films, they're designed you're right. Specifically so that they can show in China. Wait, now we're back in 2017? I thought we came to the present day. Well, I guess present day of this movie was 2017. The movie came out in 2019. They probably shot it in 18. So I guess, you know, I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know. Okay, it's just, I, I, I don't know. know. It, it said present day and then it just said 2017. Again. Well, I guess if you watch it in 2025, and it's, you know, it's going to confuse you. Oh, this is where they kidnapped the guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to be all caught up, but... Oh. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, yeah, this is... See, they said present day, but this is the past because she's yes. working for the CIA here. Exactly. Oh, see, now, yeah. now we're in the So present. it was a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. They should have said, sorry, this is still the past, but we're... <laughs> we're still doing... We're still setting up the story here. Editing mistakes. <laughs> I love that old picture of Ryan Reynolds. It cracked me up. You can tell that, like, one of those shots he stole from uh, the second Transformers movie. <laughs> I'm not joking. I think he just borrowed it a shot. It must have, because why would you put the time into getting the shot? No, he wouldn't. Uh, okay, yes, so now hours. the movie starts. Is the movie starting yet? Maybe. Maybe. I know, instead of a two-hour and eight-minute movie, we probably should have had a 90-minute film in here. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... <laughs> it's uh, like there's a... that Michael Bay loves those uh, low-angle shots showing the back end. The, of the posterior film. shots? Yep. Yep. Ha-ha. Uh, Oh boy. This is stupid, by the way. I hate it's again shtick. Yeah. Melanie Laurent wearing that bad makeup. 
So like I said, he he really is going for a Mission Impossible vibe. Right, right. Yeah, it's is supposed to be James Bond, Mission Impossible. And mind type. you, it, there's nothing that's le- like, I mean, Mission Impossible movies are just as ridiculous, but there's just that level of quality that I guess Tom yeah. Cruise expects that it can't just be like this. But here's the thing is that I feel like, uh, you know, like that car chase is on the level of Mission Impossible if it had a different director. Yep. Oh, oh yes. The comedy oh. shtick. This is stuff that he does throughout all those Transformer movies that I hate. Okay. You've probably seen more of those than I have. Yeah. Well, my I, I had young boys. <laughs> they, yeah. they wanted to watch that crap. Yeah. I think I saw the first two Transformers. What the hell is going on? What is this? This is just... This is... Yeah. I hate... I mean, it's such bad acting. Yeah. And, and like I said, this is like, you know, throughout... Michael Bay's entire filmography. Yeah, he does this. Oh, here we go. And the super violent. Like, that's just oh, oh, gross. Yeah. It, 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 it's not... Like, there's... It does not make me... Like, I, I'm not, not sure what... It reminded me of also, there was some of that over-the-top obnoxious violence in that Kingsman movie. Yes. So that seems to be the new but thing. But look like, at that. I, I mean, know. <laughs> it's like, let's just go as far as we can. And and that, that's that bone yeah. crunching. Like, it's not enough Their to crunch. kill them. Yeah. By the way, I don't think a toilet, um, I think it's stronger than that guy's head. I don't it think is. he would, it would I think smash. it is, yeah. Wait, he's the last living general. They just killed the others. They were in the room. Pay attention, buddy. There's always going to be some more. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is a cold-blooded murderer. (laughs) Well, he is. That's the thing. There's. Well, like I said, this is where that right-wing patriotism comes, is the idea that there's some kind of means that justify doing all of this, and it's... Right. But they seem to almost enjoy this violence. Exactly. It, they think it's fun and goofy. There's no seriousness and now, and now, to it. Now they have the hots for each other. Right. Killing people does that. And again, I think Melanie's like, well, you know what? A paycheck's a paycheck. Oh, yeah. No, of course. I mean, this is just silly stuff. Yeah, this is just. Now this is like, well, it's edgy because it's got Porter's head music. <laughs> But also, like, I don't even know who these characters are at this point. <laughs> That's the Michael. You can't show nudity. He's going to show that. It's all lingerie.
she must have really hurt herself because she's got that bruise on her rib. I don't yeah. think they just. Uh, I mean, mind you, she got shot right at some point. I can't she remember. Did. Yeah, I mean, but but who knows? That could have been three years earlier. Yeah, you know. I mean, I've I'm still trying to put together this intro. <laughs> well, they know that they got to the generals because of the eye. So. Yes, I know that much. But all the flashbacks kind of lost me. He's got to go visit his mom. He somehow just, I don't know where they were, but he traveled across the world. No problem with his new identity. <laughs> so I think... Michael Bay thinks if he puts in a scene like this, suddenly the movie has emotional weight. Now, this is a flashback to... No, this is not a flashback. Oh, so he's a ghost, but he's allowing... Yeah. He's breaking the rules. I I worry for the future screenwriters, the kids that are really into movies. They watch a movie like this and they think, oh, I got to throw out like a nurse ratchet line. Like I got to do these right. pop culture things. This is, these are the sad lessons learned from Tarantino is that when he used pop culture references, it, it was cool. And it sounded like yeah. those characters would actually talk like that. Right. Here, these characters don't actually sound like they would ever talk like that. No, and they're just throwing it in. You're right. I mean, it's the screenwriters being influenced in all the wrong ways. Yeah, because prior to Tarantino, uh, movies didn't do that. They wrote lines for their action heroes like, you know, we have to do something right. stupid for Stallone or uh, Schwarzenegger to say. But it wasn't a pop culture reference. It became a pop culture reference. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And, and wait, now three? Yeah, what? right. We were done, but we're not done with those flashbacks. I don't even understand who's, well, what scene is this? Well, it's going back to tell his history. Remember, he was an assassin. And now he's sad because he. Oh, because he killed the father? Yeah. What did you do, sir? Um, Nothing. Oh, does he kill the daughter too? No. No. I don't think Netflix would allow that. That was all I had, asshole. <laughs> I don't Thanks have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just brutal. <laughs> and now and now of course, but then he cares about his mom. So I guess this guy is so damaged that that's why he doesn't mind becoming a ghost. He can think he can erase his past. Right. I just didn't Turkestan. Oh, what year is this? This is present stuff. Okay. 
okay, so I think that this is real. I think they're actually here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that has to, you know what is funny? You can feel the, the, even just like the little things about a, a wind and breeze. Yeah, they're on the yeah. top of some building. They're on the top of some building. They're actually there. It's not, you know, just these the lighting movies. looks real. The lighting looks real. Yeah. It's always harsher when there's a CGI backdrop. And you can see these like little kind of like highlights around yeah. um, the bodies that, and like even the out of focusness um, on the backs of their bodies, it looks different because in the studio they're always yes. super sharp. They never know how to yep. keep it soft. You, you know, they really threw some people off too. By the way, yes, yep, they're dead. And see, look, it has to be even <laughs> brutal when they go down, right? Yep, it has to be as brutal as possible. Why was the, what was the motorcycle shots? How were those necessary? Well, that's the thing. He doesn't even know how to string scenes together very well. Right. There's no logic between. I mean, really, that's my biggest issue with this movie is that the script has no real causality or much pushing it forward story-wise. That's why it keeps falling back on these flashbacks. See, I'm tired of the flashbacks at this point. That's what I'm saying. We're, we are at 57 minutes and 45 seconds, and we're still getting flashbacks. And we're still getting intro to the main characters. Yeah, it, this all should have been well, done in the first half hour. Well, that's the thing is I think he thought this is such a cool new way to do it. But again, no, it's not. It no. would be much better that if we did like a first 20 minutes, do all this stuff, and then just tell it in linear order. Yes. Because at this point, I want the story to keep going forward i'm not interested yeah you can only really get away with it if you're doing like what tarantino does if you're doing chapters right if he just right. jumped back and forth to flash back to forward that that doesn't work but, but the other thing is that the flashbacks don't actually mean anything in this story and so right. it, it doesn't meaningfully push it forward whereas what Tarantino does actually has meaning. Yes. It makes you look at the events differently because. Exactly. And this doesn't change anything about. I mean, it's cool that this guy is swinging on a wire, I guess. Um, now that, I mean, there's gotta be some CGI going there. Right? That's all CGI. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of CGI in this scene. <laughs> now, how that doesn't actually kill you is beyond me. Right? Legs would have been snapped. Yep. What's going on? Oh, there's like some Rube Goldberg device going on yeah. there. I'm a ghost. 
But look at this setup. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like in an old Soviet missile silo. Yeah, but there has to be some setup, right? Like, who's helping him set up Again, this environment? Support staff. He has no support staff. He does all of this on his own. See, that's, by the way, the genius. Oh, he thinks it's <laughs> hilarious. <Sorry. laughs> this is supposed to be funny. Nobody can laugh act like Ryan Reynolds. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> He's exceptionally good at that. That's right. Yep. Um, that's the genius of the John Wick movies because of all the crazy stuff that happens that you're like, how can this all work? There's a whole underground society that they introduce yes, you to. <laughs> there is support staff. That's right. Assassin hotels, sommeliers. I mean, who, like, who fuels up the planes? Exactly. Maybe real ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the sequel. Okay, so now here we are. We had a little dialogue, and uh, now we can go oh, to our next Now, there's that piece. pool is going to become important. And see how there's scaffolding there? Perfect for some parkour action. Yep. That's I your favorite the, scene in the whole movie, too, by the way, right? What, the pool? Yeah. The pool is a really cool set piece. You think so? I, I hate the way it's shot. Okay, good. Well, we're going we're gonna to find out very soon with the but, pool scene. But the pool in and of itself, I think, is a cool... I think it's a cool idea for an action set piece. It's just executed terribly. So maybe maybe there is a deal in place that Hong Kong, he shot in Hong Kong, so maybe yeah. there was a desire to make sure that there could be a Chinese audience for this. Is it actually, I mean, did they actually do any shooting in Hong Kong? Is you know, I didn't I didn't go into the deep, dark uh, web here <laughs> to discover. I thought you would have done a little. Uh, little That's your the color commentary guy. You got to <laughs> also participate, <laughs> do some research <laughs> in these movies. <laughs> what was the budget? It was like, uh, like 200 million. It was actually... Uh, whatever the final tally is, it was slightly less expensive than the Irishman. Okay. Um, so if you uh, Google this movie, you know uh, how Google has some questions come up and yeah. stuff. Okay. So uh, will there be a sequel? Is it based on a true story? <laughs> no, 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 no. And. <laughs> And is Six Underground the worst movie ever? Oh, well, no. Music is absolutely the worst movie ever. <laughs> music isn't worth uh, talking about because I think we would sit there so stupefied while trying to do talk. We wouldn't even be able to say anything. This scene has gone on forever, by the way. Well, that's why we're just chatting and I'm not even paying attention because it's just. Right. Because, but I just, I realized like these guys are still talking. And... Well, they're brothers, man. They're, they're reuniting. One guy, more of authoritarian. The other guy 
democracy until he becomes an authoritarian leader. The man, the legend. (laughs) That's another Michael Bay joke. He thinks that's hilarious. Oh, then the guy's looking down. Is he a legend down there? I don't know. Oh, man. I see you. See, that's all shtick. It's all shtick. And it's not. They aren't. (laughs) I I noticed that the first time. But Michael Bay, that's those are the Easter eggs. He loves to throw in comedy, he loves and it. even in a, yeah. like you know, you think that there could be some traceable receipts to who purchased that plane. That's how they do it when it's like that's serious my, movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess he's got a whole other identity, but still, like, who is he flying the plane? Does he? I see the same type of premise, except for and in, 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 in you could argue they were actual sort of ghosts. Was the Charlize Theron movie? But I feel yes. like they were able to hide their identities better because they've been doing it for centuries. Well, good point. <laughs> you saw that movie, right? Yes, yeah. I, I like that it. movie way more than this. As far as Netflix action movies go, yeah. 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 Like, I'm looking forward to a sequel to that. So here they, they're like, okay, we landed our plane, so let's like sit around on the sidewalk and have a conversation. Yeah. And who allowed them to land? Yeah. They've become no one. They're invisible except, you know, yeah. for their private jet. And, yeah, the airspace flying into Hong Kong. You think that the government's yeah. not going to. Th- <laughs> I'm just saying. And won't his new identity become well known? Like, <laughs> just keeps changing it. I don't know. They, uh. Wow. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is kind of a funny scene. No, that's that's the funniest scene in the movie. <laughs> Who's this honey badger? <laughs> See, we have a sense of humor. We can laugh. Yeah. Every now and then, Michael Bay. <clears throat> That's actually some bad screen direction because he's yeah. like looking far off to the to the right, and she was on the left. I know people are like, "What?" But it's when things are confusing yeah. in the screen direction. It is, it is confusing, reason. and he crosses the line all the you know whatever. But <laughs> that's like another little joke. Bay can't stop himself. <laughs> I don't understand what just happened. I but. don't know. At some point, you're just, you know, it's just scenes that are <laughs> going to make up a movie. Oh, he's got to get his hands all warmed up for the parkour. Yeah. <clears throat> Slow-mo, baby. there's just like too much dialogue i mean the movie just feels kind of bloated yep and you gotta gotta have fancy cars zooming in yep oh i see control the crane control the crane control the world 
<laughs> Michael Bay's the crane. <laughs> oh, look but at see, that. He, again, he's doing this stuff where he has like multiple planes. He always has something in the foreground. Infinity pool. Again, they have Who to purchase these... up with these plans. I mean, it's I just. I mean, they have to get it from the the Ghost Lamborghini store and Ferrari store. <laughs> Ghost Ferrari store, yeah. Yeah. They just rented it. They just paid cash. And, and to who rent makes it, those maybe. pink gas masks? I mean, and that one's a black guy. Oh, and all the security guards run away. The last time I bought a snatch and grab in Hong Kong, it was in uh, <laughs> the Dark Knight. <laughs> well, speaking of which, yeah, I mean that's no one can is almost better at this than Michael Bay. Almost. Well, it's a different type of action. Nolan creates yeah. a certain type of action that is uh, visceral, and he uses you know film techniques to create right. excitement, even though the action isn't like slam bang, lots of cuts or anything. Well, and this is slam bang with lots of cuts, but it's not that engaging. Yeah. Do you think that in the backstory of Michael Bay, which arguably would be the real one, uh, right. that that he tripped over a tripod and broke his knee, so he decided, I'm never going to use a tripod <laughs> ever again. Because <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a thing that's on a, still on a ty- tripod. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all shaky cam, but it's definitely never on a tripod. No. See, then you, you like would, so would there, a guy there were ever actually crack in that. jaw jokes? This is offensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so does the 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 Ode to Blade Runner also thinks it's offensive. So, yeah, I mean, this is all just a setup for this pool gag. Exactly, because there's no reason he needs to be in the pool. Right. Um, it's all just a setup for the pool gag, but it's like, I, uh, I, I don't care what's going on. I'm not caught up in this. I like this guy. I like the parkour guy. Um, yeah. But I have no sense of the other side characters, even though we've had all these setups and flashbacks. See, this was a constant like moving of the camera this way and that yeah. way. It's a bunch of shots put together, and it's it's just not cohesive. It's not cohesive, and so it doesn't actually pull me in. Like, why is the camera flying around right there? That would have oh, been so right, much more part. intense. <laughs> that, that, that's so, what I think Ryan's getting sick of the jokes he's like I know. I'm gonna step he's in like, here <laughs> I'm taking over the project let's stop having dialogue 
Why are they using nitrous? This makes no sense. This is, again, it's all a script and writer's dream. nitrous doesn't have lasting effects either. Nitrous wears off almost immediately once you stop inhaling it. That was an endorsement from Teal, nitrous user. <laughs> I've had my wisdom teeth out. I know what I'm talking about. See, like those jokes that maybe Michael Bay just wants to make a statement that if you're right, pirating this, oh, the THX. <laughs> but why was he even asking about the movie? Because he's doing the THX theme music. Oh. See? And it's going to go boom. And... See, this is Michael Bay's humor. Right. And this is the gratuitous Okay, and here violence. we go with more. Yep. <clears throat> ha, 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 I see dead people. No, Boy, ha, there's a joke. Yeah, let's laugh through the whole scene. Well, he got exposed to the nitrous. I know, I know. Oh, man. I mean, Help look at that. Me. Like, just keep. But see, this is how Michael Bay builds tension. <laughs> this is how he builds ten it's not tension though it's just kind of like <laughs> it that's the thing it is not tension it does not build tension he's not wet anymore that's good <laughs> Who's operating the crane? Time, for me, the only tension here is I'm waiting for the pool to break. But who's the who's operating the crane? Uh, Ryan Reynolds is. Is he? Though he's, he's actually a, he had the control for it on his phone. Okay, so that's it. He's he's yeah. the guy who operates all the stuff. Yeah, because there's no support staff. He's his own man behind the man. Yeah. The, the secret of this movie, actually, is that there are six Ryan Reynolds. That would be funny. There's like a whole cloning device. There's a whole cloning device. And so sometimes when you see him, it's not a, it's, it's a different one of him. She's like, I'm mad at my agent. <laughs> I'm mad, mad at my at manager. <laughs> I can't believe. I'm... I guess all that billions of dollars didn't uh, get them good intelligence maybe because they have no support staff <laughs> <laughs> i'm so, i'm a little sad this guy took off his man the legend t-shirt or put wait <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I just sigh. Like, I, it's not funny. It's not a good reference. It's... But see, they're, they're blowing up a lot of stuff here. I can't uh, seem to get the salary that Melanie Laurent got for this movie. <laughs> I was trying to find it. <laughs> Did you find it for Ryan Reynolds? It's got to be at least $10 million. I did find out that she um, played the audio French version of Disgust in Inside Out. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so one thing about this, have you noticed in this entire sequence how little Ryan Reynolds there has been? Right. He was on vacation. Well, no, <laughs> that just that he's actually, by making this an ensemble thing, uh he's not in every scene so they actually he's he's getting a pretty good deal he's not working every day is all this all everything he's done has been a single he hasn't had a, action ah so Ryan Reynolds made more than $20 million for this. Okay. And he's also getting $20 million for another Netflix film called Red Notice. See, I think this is cool, and I'm just really disappointed. That's very CGI looking, though. It is. But that's actual water. Of course. I just, I'm really annoyed by the way this is shot because it could have been so cool. Yeah, the concept is cool. The execution's that's, that's, not very the, well. The execution fails, but the and concept. And that's just, you know. <clears throat> it's just like there's a bunch of GoPros everywhere, <laughs> right? Without any, like, really attention paid to how the story's being told here. And see, scenes like that, I find are distracting because it's nothing but CGI. Yeah, I agree. So you know it and never, you don't buy it. See, um, Ryan Reynolds has been up on there for the entire scene. He, he spent like a day and they spent a month on the rest of the scene. <laughs> But if you think about it, twenty million, right? There's a reason why he has to get twenty million because Netflix isn't going to get box office, so he's not going to get exactly. points, and so he has to get the yeah. salary, right? He's got to get the salary up front, yeah. Yeah, there's no profit sharing with Netflix, and that may be another reason why their um, films cost so much because it's all up front. Oh, that's an interesting point. I, yeah, and they would have had to put a lot up front for uh, Irishman. Right, all those salaries, and then, of course, the ridiculous special effects budget, which, you know, didn't really pay off. But It didn't really pay off, and it really, I think, hurts the longevity of that movie. Probably. Well, it's like the, uh, the prequels there for Star Wars, right? Yeah. He remade the 
first three movies with special effects that are now so dated it's ridiculous. Well, why wouldn't he terrible. go back yeah. and, and why can't they refurbish those movies with better effects? Well, and I wonder if that's going to be something that starts happening more often if special effects are revamped because they a lot of it just does not age very well. No, but at least you can separate the land of practical effects. Some of that stuff got better, and it's like interesting to see the yeah. evolution. But digital effects, it's either really bad digital effects or better digital effects. Right. Yeah, and this movie just mixes. There, There's more practical in this movie than I expected there to be. Yeah, well, Michael Bay does like to shoot in real locations. Like, he did that with the Transformer movies. I mean, the special mm -hmm. effects were always pretty great in those. That's a good point. Yeah. And for the most part, the CGI stuff doesn't stand out horribly in this movie well the fifth transformers movie which i saw when it was terrible wow, you did huh yeah that they didn't have as big a budget and the special effects suffer it looks bad uh, interesting yeah they were just trying to squeeze it huh I'm going to have to parkour my way out of this. But see, this has become such a boring scene that we've yeah, really lost, where we've lost focus. We've totally lost focus. Yeah. And it's like, it, I honestly yeah, don't remember just, what's just happened in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> I haven't even been really, I've been just talking and not paying attention. Well, there was, you know, there was the pool thing that I liked. and uh, But see, I think that's a big danger in an action movie when just, it's just too much noise and you really start to lose focus and interest. Well, what it is, is there's not really, uh, in order for action scenes to work, there has to be this sort of emotional line underneath it. Yeah. You and don't really care about the story about the dictator and his brother. Exactly. And I'm, and I don't like the brother enough to be worried about him. Um, I don't know any of the other characters well enough to be worried about them, except for the parkour guy. I'm worried <laughs> about him, but I hate the way this is shot. Yep. Run the music. It just cracks me up. Yeah, I, I really. Like, yeah, it's just, I suppose you're supposed to feel like you have the energy. But of the it doesn't. Person. There's just too many, there's just too many cuts. And That guy just throw a grenade down there he, randomly. He did. <laughs> that that was the most gratuitous explosion ever. Oh, and this music is just the worst action. The music, music is terrible, and th and this there's nothing. Show this, yeah. And see, that's what you oh, were talking yes, about. And it's they, not enough for him to land on the car he had to squish him he had to be squashed yep there's a lot <sighs> of that parkour guy running up uh the side of structures yeah and there's somebody following him who's also just as good as at parkour every team has to have a parkour guy the first time i saw parkour used in a movie was in casino royale and i thought it was ridiculous then <laughs> oh that's right i forgot that that was in casino royale 
Yeah. So now uh, at this point, I'm like, wait a minute. Their plan made no sense. The plan was just set up so that every uh, character would have some action to do. Exactly. Yes. And see that that just feels like it's set up for a parkour scene, and it's not. Yes. It's ridiculous. It's like a video game. It's it is, and video games are more engaging than this. I got to say. Also, uh, another thing is this movie because of its involvement in the U.S. government and stuff. It's set up, even though it's completely ridiculous. It's set up inside the real world. Yes. Uh, whereas the John Wick movies, even though I guess uh, it doesn't say it's in another universe, it no, never feels it, like it's in the real world. It has its own style. Yeah, it, it, it takes place in a stylized universe. And this, but even like Mission Impossible, we think, you know, those take place in our world. But now yeah. that's all CGI, right? I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's probably a stunt of some cop yeah. cars doing that. But like you know it's then put into some kind of computer program yes and turned into something that's exciting and visceral and but you know how you always talk about things that have been like created like with an algorithm that's this yes. whole movie feels like i no and uh, you're absolutely right it is it's an algorithm movie it feels like it was just written uh and directed by an artificial intelligence yeah like they put in some coordinates in a computer and it tells them what shots they need to do to in order to exactly. achieve what it says it would be a good action movie is this where he gets to finally get a shot in he gets to take the shot yes i'm gonna take my shot I'm gonna save the parkour guy. <laughs> but again, this could be really gripping. I could be really yeah, worried yeah, about yeah, this. Well, you don't feel this like this guy's my favorite character, and I'm still not that worried about him. Is this the guy? If you were talking about in the last episode, is this is the guy you have a crush on. No, 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 no. Well, oh yes, yeah, like he's in, your character in, yes. crush. He's my character crush. Yeah, like I don't want him to. Bye bye. Uh, yeah, I don't want him to die, but the scene was done in such a way that it didn't make it more intense for me. Yeah, like, well, well Mission Impossible. I mean, remember the, the finale of the last Mission Impossible movie, how intense I that know. was? I know, insane. And yeah. you're on the edge of your seat. And I, at no point in this movie am I on the edge of my seat. At, at no point is there any tension in these scenes. And at this point, let's see, I'm I'm pretty much ready for the movie to be over. Like, that was a good final action scene for me. Oh, but here's the, the, the sad news on that. Let's see, how much is left of this Oh, movie? I know how much is left. 41 minutes. Yes. 41 minutes. I'm ready to go to sleep. It's yeah, 41 no, I'm, minutes uh, left. Like, I was like, okay, that thing with the pool, good action scene. Pretty much ready for the movie to be over. But no, we have to, like, destroy an entire city now. Yeah, and that is, to me, this finale is just yucky in oh, yeah, uh, this is the thing this politically goes, this goes nowhere <laughs> they discover their ghost but it absolutely goes zero right yeah but she never pulls it they forgot about her they're like oh we yes. had to cut something so we never actually show her pulling any threads <laughs> And it makes no difference, right? Like, yeah. Couldn't they got like a couldn't they got again, a cameo and got an Emma Thompson or something with this role to play a yeah. villainess? But this is also this is an incredibly long scene. 
Yeah. So it seems like it's going to be important, right? They show all this stuff, yeah. but yet, yet that never gets followed up. Makes no difference whatsoever. Nope. There's not even a cut screen sequence at the end that tells you (laughs) that someone's after them. Nope, none of it. Fuck the mission? What? Yeah. (laughs) Blaine? That's not a name. That's a major appliance. It's not a name. So, okay, this is like the scene that should have happened 45 minutes ago in the movie. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm one. I'm because once they're bonded, I'm more bonded. I'm still not bonded. <laughs> I'm More so than I was before, though. Like, Blaine, now I kind of care about him. Like, I, a little bit here. more. I like how they were, like, literally in uh, Arizona just then, and now yes. they're in Turkestan. Now they're in Turkestan, because it's... <laughs> When you're a ghost, you can go anywhere. You have freedom. Like, how much time is elapsing between all of this? I'm always fascinated. Uh, a couple of weeks. <laughs> maybe maybe a year or two. Maybe, it could have been the next day. Yeah, probably just the next day. They went to Arizona, got some burgers. At, at what point in time are they get on an airplane and they um, tap into the guy's dreams and try to unlock the key? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot easier than <laughs> trying to overthrow a dictator. I mean, uh, see, we thought Inception was complex, but it was really... <laughs> yeah, and this guy, the brother, is supposed to be... Uh, He's like the Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon. (laughs) (laughs) If this was the 80s or early 90s, they probably would have cast Joe Pesci as a Middle Eastern Democratic. uh, (laughs) But but that's kind of his role. But like, it's not funny. He's. Well, you guys ghosts. What is going on here? You guys ghosts or what? What? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been awesome. got some special candle that they had designed at the ghost candle manufacturing company (laughs) ghost candle. (laughs) oh okay now we're in the mountains before we were just in turkestan but now since (laughs) i couldn't figure out that this was the mountains i'm glad we had that title card why why ask that right now? I mean. Oh, I see. Now I have to explain why they're here because state run television. That's yes. right. Oh, that, this is so obnoxious where like because of this suddenly everybody is going to, um, you know. Right. As soon as they see this guy, suddenly the country. Suddenly wants democracy. 
Yep. And suddenly he wants democracy the and are able but to see, But see, this is where I think it. it's the right wing fantasy. They believe that this is how easy well, it is. And and this is, you know, <laughs> it's a rich white man saving the poor people of another country through violence. Yeah. Well, think about that. The January 6th, right? Yeah. Rich man <laughs> brings the peasants together <laughs> to go to the Capitol for a ceremonial uh, counting of ballots that if they stop it, <laughs> then the, the rich man will remain in power. <laughs> he may have watched this movie and got an he idea. May, yeah. I'm pretty sure that Ryan Reynolds and his team were hiding out on January 6th in disguise as insurrectionists. Well, it's January 6th underground. <laughs> January 6th underground. <laughs> They're ghosts. January 6th underground. Maybe that's a sequel. Oh, that's right. They get to play like... Yeah. Oh, that's right. This, this part was a little bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> he earned his 20 yes. million right here on this scene Very Michael Bay comedy scene, by is the way. Is this an Eastern European country? I, You know what? At some point, you're like, I don't even know what the frick's happening. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> that guy there, the background guy who looked over, he's like, I don't know what the F's going on. <laughs> That's another Michael Bay joke. He loves another those Michael like, Bay joke. he loves those masturbating jokes. And now Ryan Reynolds Gets is regretting in. his paycheck. Yeah, he's like, hey, look, man. <laughs> now they're... Okay. I just, I, I have trouble keeping up. Like, and I also don't know why we have all these scenes. Uh, can't we just get to the action bit and get it over with? Again, it's just like there's new con. It's so funny that for years, right, artists struggled to make films longer than 90 minutes and studios wouldn't let them. And yeah. now if you want to make something under two hours, forget it. <laughs> well, and yeah, I mean, Netflix basically, like I, I'm assuming Michael Bay basically gets final cut. I guess. I mean, I'm sure they they give notes and stuff, but they're not like, you know, cracking down on running time necessarily. I mean, there's just no way that this movie needed to be two hours and eight minutes. No, no way. And because there's so much in it that you could. Well, it's basically the script is such a mess that it makes it longer than it needs to be. Oh, that's right. This takes place on the Day of the Dead. Yes. Which I don't know what the day is. November this? 1st, right? Is this a Spanish country? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. It was probably mentioned in here. We were talking over it, but. Oh, right. Well, the country is Turkestan, which does not exist. I, I know. <laughs> of course so not. it could be, but oh, I'm God, trying to figure out, is it like 
a Middle Eastern country or an Eastern European country. Oh, and that's right. And somehow they magically get to get on this boat. I'm not sure how that happens, but. No, they have to do a lot before they get on the boat. And this is stupid too. Turkish dance. Is that where Barack comes from? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, and so, like, why are they out here now all of a sudden? Just to look at the view? Yeah. I mean, that's another thing with Michael Bay. Just finding nice location. Yeah. Let's just put our characters out in a nice location. Well, I think that he gets imaginative because he goes to these places. I think he wants you to know that they're really in a place. Yeah, and I, I get that, but I, <laughs> it makes no sense for but, the characters. But that was like one of the things, again, with James Bond, like, was the idea was like, some people love watching, wh wh where are they going to go? Right. Well, but that is one of the fun things about James Bond is sort of the globetrotting nature of it. And, and the Mission Impossible, right? And the Mission Impossibles, yeah. And it, the Six it, Undergrounds. <laughs> and, well, you, I mean, what these movies are is a string of big set pieces. And uh, if they're good set pieces, I'm okay with that kind of movie. But uh, now, I mean, with different writers and a different director, could a sequel be better? Yes. Because I don't think the concept is inherently broken. Yeah, this feels like the one of like the second or third movie of the of the uh, you know the series <laughs> where like it's done by like some crappy Wait, director. You, you didn't see Underground One through Five? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> this so they showed us a lot of scenes from One through Five throughout the first hour of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> that was all the flashbacks that you yeah. to what you missed in the earlier movies. <laughs> they did they, they silent my deadly oh, look nights. At this. The guy went on TV and suddenly. Yep. See, look at that. Oh, we're sitting around. I always hated scenes like that, by the way. That's another reason why I hate the Truman Show. Uh, oh, oh, I hate that about the <laughs> there, Truman Show. There's like those two or three scenes that keep showing of like an audience just loving the and Truman Show. Yeah, and, it's <laughs> and then there's these people, right? Oh, raise my arm. Oh, is that what we have to do? Second unit director? Let's. And he's wearing Sprite. He's all excited. I hate scenes like this. It just, yeah. it's the worst. And like, the music whoa, is terrible. Like, what the fuck? Sorry for Suddenly, swearing. everyone just takes to the streets. Yay, there was a different yeah. guy on TV. I don't buy it for one second. Well, and where's... <laughs> the Gandal. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the dictators are fallen. They went down there and planted that bomb, all these bombs, just uh, they snuck around the city to do that. I don't know where they got all their bombs. You know, isn't Netflix pretty big in France? I wonder if what's that was the Melanie Laurent connection where they you have a oh, French star. Their some... algorithms told them that <laughs> having a, a French. We need more Laurent. <laughs> so please put her in the movie. And that's, of course, and then it's a Netflix has a French action star in Army yes. of the Dead. Which yep. did, by the way, very well, apparently. A lot of views. This is very similar to Army of the Dead, this movie. No, Netflix is its own version of crap. Like, they create, they like, there was always the, oh, this is a straight-to-video movie. Now there's the, the new moniker, oh, Netflix film. 
Yes. It's got certain qualities it's, about it's it. It's different than the, I mean, this, uh, the straight to video are like those Willis Days movies. Right. Well, because these movies have like big budgets and it feels. This is a $200 million movie. It it's, feels like something you could see in the theater, but you're seeing it home. But yet after you watch it, you're like, oh my God, I'm glad I didn't pay money for this. <laughs> <laughs> glad I waited. <laughs> glad Netflix. Like, well, you did pay money for it. You're paying Netflix well, right, to make these right. movies. Yeah. But if you think about it, if it costs you like $10 a person or more to see it in the theater and you're paying $40, oh, yeah. you've just paid for three or four months of Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind spending, you know, yeah. like this is my. And now they can just easily make their way through the city. Chatty Cathy. Do you realize when I first watched this, even though James, uh, James, uh, Dave Frank got like stabbed through the neck with that sharp yeah. object, I actually thought that there would be some twist where James uh, D- D- Franco was going to come back <laughs> and that he wasn't really dead. It was like a fake thing because that was his ghost moment. They were trying him out. These people had these flags already. Everybody had. I know. Like, I, I, that was another, I was on the exercise machine and I was asked the same thing. I'm like, what did they, how did they hand out all these like patriotic flags to get ready for the TV announcement that nobody knew was coming? <laughs> but which changes everything. See, there would have been a funny scene where like, he's like, Margaret, quick, go into the cabinet, break yeah, out those flags we've been waiting for the longest time. <laughs> Even even there, we have to have blood shooting out of people's heads. Yep. Like that. <clears throat> they CGI'd some extra blood in there. Ghost guns. Had to explain that. Like, so, because somebody might actually ask, well, how did they get those how guns they get into those this country? Through the metal detectors. Yeah. And those aren't the questions I ask. I ask the questions about how did they get those signs? <laughs> Look at this. Just bodies. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have that on a machine of like a green skin in the studio spinning around. I think it was all digital. But I'll don't do it. Why do they keep asking each other? If Are you afraid? afraid? Because they're gonna want to put a T-shirt for when this becomes a real popular thing. <laughs> oh man, you saw Six Underground. You got that. Oh, Are you afraid? T-shirt. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's these whole things. Like again, there's no. The only reason for doing any of this stuff is because they need to some invent some cool thing yes. for an action sequence. That's it. Their plan makes no sense. Um, these guys and the bodyguards, black, black. They've uh, essentially won at this point, and... right? See, again, there's that, uh, this idea that whatever they're doing and all makes the, the world a better place. Exactly. Yeah, the, 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 somehow they are so moral in their Western to bring Democrat democracy <laughs> whiteness that, yeah that they can spread democracy to the world just by shooting the right people. And that makes everything okay. Yeah, and I'm not rooting for the other guys. I'm just saying. No, that- no, no. I'm just, but 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 definitely like they that's the morality of the movie. Yeah. And that if you do things through diplomacy or government, that's not going to work ever so right. it's you got to have a, a ghost squad. 
you've got to have a ghost squad that operates outside of international law or any kind of morals or ethics, but it's okay for them to take so much pleasure in people's bodies being torn apart. They should have also uh, had something called like the, they should have been called the ghost squad. And then the government says, you know what we need? The ghost squad. Send and they would the say, people. you can't, we can't work for you because we're not really alive. We're ghosts. <laughs> Is this the parkour guy? Why it's is he the, parkour the scuba guy. diver too? He does it all, sir. You notice he loves those underwater parts. Yeah. See, jokes, yucks. Oh, yeah. Got to yuck it up. See, sometimes I think they're Eastern European and sometimes I... They're Turkestanian. <laughs> well, it's like <laughs> Turkey, I guess, and Pakistan and Afghanistan. So it's Turkestan. Right. But, but again, I mean, some of these shots, like getting you know all this, these shots. This movie this needed a Turkestanian Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't believe Kenneth Branagh was the villain in that movie. It's so lame. I know. He's terrible, too. Yeah. Got a slide. Like, they could have cast an actual Russian guy, and it would have been, you know. But it wouldn't have been Brana. Right. I guess that's the thing. You got to have a name. Yeah, so somehow they got on this boat without anyone noticing them. They couldn't afford Elizabeth Debicki for this. Could have got her instead of uh, Melanie Laurent. But again, the whole French connection. Yeah, so somehow. And these things. What the frick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had to be purchased from somewhere. Yes. It's somewhere probably within the country. Look at me. <laughs> this I'm the captain now. now. I'm the dictator now. I mean the democracy <laughs> leader now. <laughs> the next movie, he's going to turn out to be just as bad as his brother, and they're going to have to take him out. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, let's install a puppet dictator that's, or a puppet I mean, That's democracy. the American way. That's the American way. It's not like, let's, you know, have an election. No, we're just going to install his brother because we still believe in some sort of bloodline uh, being important to the leadership of the country. Well, this is Ryan Reynolds' character's flawed uh, rationale for things. He thinks this is how good things happen. Yeah. Yeah, so they really could have explored the morality of this in a more interesting way. Um, but apparently they are just interested in smashing people's heads when i recently rewatched this ryan reynolds movie from 2005 waiting where he was a waiter i and, don't believe i've seen that and uh you know it's like this 
body sex comedy that's very inappropriate, especially for today's age. But I was actually able to look at that film now and say, you know, there's a lot that you could actually talk about um, from a society standpoint and just how inappropriate and kind of what was going on here and how the movie is almost very realistic in the way um, wait staffs probably were and the kind of abuse that would go on and kind of like the sexual harassment of women. (laughs) Um, This movie has none of that. (laughs) There's nothing redeeming about this that you can talk about at a different level. this movie does not have any interest in going deeper, although it pays lip service to it with these like scenes where, you know, the hitman's talking to his mom and stuff. You know, it would be hilarious. This would be sort of like um, a real Easter egg type of thing. You know, you have like soccer team jerseys. You should have a Turkestan <laughs> soccer team jersey made out of those colors and that flag. <laughs> Walk around. See if anybody gets the joke. I think all the... That's another thing that's unfortunate. There's just a difference between seeing movies in the theater is that uh, this movie, it comes and it goes and nobody is talking about it like a week later. Yeah. Whereas in the theater, you know, it suddenly lives on beyond that. I don't know if this will have a shelf life. It does a little bit more. Yeah, but this has no shelf life. I mean, I think probably... Us watching this movie, it's probably the only people who have watched it in the last month. Yeah, secretly we want to introduce <laughs> this to a wider audience. <laughs> the more often we watch this and the more our listeners watch this, the more likely uh, that we'll get a sequel. Um, well, when you watched it, it surprised me because I'm like, didn't that movie kind of come out sometime in a couple of years ago? Like, I didn't yeah. even remember when it came out. and I didn't either. I I just saw it in Netflix and I thought, I, I saw the Michael Bay and I was like, I got to check this out. It, 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 I, I got to just. Well, didn't he also do that Benghazi movie? Yeah. And that's a lot better than this. You saw that? Yes. It wasn't like this version of Benghazi I where mean, they show a shadowy evil figure and it's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> but, I mean, but yet it's, it's called it's, Shingrazi. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a great movie, but. Um, Oh, yeah. This was the whole thing about that magnet. Oh, I forgot about now, this. Now, that's a this... cool idea. It would have been cooler if no one yes. had directed this, by the way. But Well, exactly. And my point throughout this, it would. It, these are cool set pieces. And if you had a, a, a director doing this in an interesting way, but it's a cool idea. The magnet's cool. Yep. The swimming pool was cool. Yeah, but then it's like the way it's cut and it's shot oh, with no. the super close-up stuff and you can't really yes. focus on what, you can't really appreciate the coolness. Exactly. This is what I meant when I said I feel bad for the stunt people. Like, look at what they have to go through here. Well, like you you saw the Transformers 3, right? Yeah. And there is that amazing sequence with the building and all the glass and it's and it's falling halfway and they're oh, sliding yeah. through it. And you start to go, how could they even make a, how did they do this? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a shame because there was a lot of work put into designing these set pieces and then he just shoots them in the least engaging way possible i mean it's really like there is no difference between scenes in this movie everything is shot exactly the same way well like you said the whatever lenses he uses 
these films, it's it's all very close, and there's yes. no like there's no depth. There's no depth at all. Yeah. So, so so it comes off feeling flat. He, he loves doing that, right? You get in with that multi-plane yeah. aspect you said, where like. Yeah, there's a couple of good mutilation scenes. Like, see, this is kind of fascinating. Yeah. Got to hit the guy in the nuts with the apples. That was that was good. But yeah, this is a really cool idea. And that's just stupid. <laughs> oh man just every opportunity to like well there's also this never-ending supply of baddies for them right. to shoot and you never can keep track whereas if you remember the um bob odenkirk film there's a scene at the end where they have to kill x amount of guys and if you actually count they kill x amount of guys right like that's actually really well thought out they know how many people they're going to have to kill and you actually get to see them kill. And you actually get to see it. Yeah. Whereas in this, they have a cargo hold filled with bad guys being cloned. <laughs> Again, we're going back into Christopher Nolan. They have that device I, that he uses. I was just going to say, yeah, the, de- <laughs> the device from the prestige. That's what the bad guys are using in this movie. <laughs> and that's why it's okay to kill and mutilate them because they're not real people. Yeah. Like I said, this is Michael Bay's. Okay. Watch this. Ugh. Fake this blood. is my favorite. Oh. Okay, hold on. My favorite line in the movie. <laughs> yep, that's my favorite moment in the movie. When, you, when he says, that is disgusting. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what the whole movie is doing. They had a little moment for levity. And these people are like, you know. I, I'm glad that the magnets. Um, like, like that. Like, it's yeah. something that. And that too, I thought about what <laughs> like, you had said when you told me about the, and then, then there's that. <laughs> and sometimes Ryan Reynolds, when he ad libs those lines, they, they don't really work. They don't really work. Well, and, and it just, it, it, he's not taking it seriously. So how are we supposed to take it yeah. seriously? And see, that's where I feel like it gets caught up in the Deadpool. Deadpool is a comic book film and it, right. it's actually, it, it, um, it's a commentary on ridiculous right. aspects. So whenever he does his riffs, it works. Um, yeah, even though I didn't here, like the first movie. <laughs> what? I didn't like the first Deadpool movie. I did like the second. Oh, I don't think I saw the second. Oh, the second's hilarious. Okay. It, it works in a way that I didn't think the first one did. Why didn't they just blow up? And the now ship it's in the nighttime. First... It's not even. Why did they? Why did they go on to the ship? Because um, that's where the brother was. But couldn't they just blow up the ship? You would think, but that would have been really easy. Yeah, but I mean, they just blew up the ship. Why didn't they do that in the first place? And they... first of all, I know how time works, and this is all <laughs> happening real time, and it's like now pitch dark suddenly. It was daylight yeah. before. Well, you don't. It, that's how things work in Turkestan. 
right. Hey, we're getting close finally to the end. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. Some of that is credits, too. But Yeah, and that would be good because then we know we don't really have to, you know, stay for the whole thing of that. Because <laughs> <laughs> there isn't any scene at the end, right? There's. Uh, I don't think... Uh, so this movie never explains uh, where Ryan Reynolds got all of his military training. Well, didn't he hang out a little bit with some CI guys at one yeah, point? Yeah, he they hung said? out with some CI. Uh, yeah, he he. Uh, there is a little like thirty seconds of I did some <laughs> military stuff with some people I met. I think in the sequel they're going to spend another hour doing more backstory stuff, okay. and then then there'll be an hour of a mission. Maybe they can get a Chinese action star to uh, teach him how to use swords well, or there'll something. There'll definitely be some new characters. That's what a sequel has to do is introduce stuff, but it'll give you a lot of what you loved about the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one case where I think a sequel could only be better than this, right? I, I, it couldn't be worse. No, uh, <laughs> they could improve this. And of course, some character is going to have to die from this movie in the yes. sequel. Yes, and at the very beginning, like uh, the Dave Franco death. Yeah, they'll have to avenge him. Or, you know, like that guy will like die saving um, Melanie Laurent or something. And, right, you know, right, Something's right. got to happen. Well, at least if they were on a vengeance trip, I might be a little more emotionally involved. But I, I will keep in mind the woman who knew who they were and was going to like, you know, track them right, down like, all that yeah. stuff. She never made another appearance after that scene. No, just complete. So what was even the point of that scene? I don't know. She's hiding out with Tyler Perry, apparently from that uh, Angelina <laughs> Jolie movie. We never see him again. I love the music here. Like, see, that's just. Yeah, it's just. It's millennials that are watching it, sir. That's who's going to watch your movie, Ryan. Don't make fun of them. And also, Leave It to Beaver sucks. What? Yeah. Now, now, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I was a big Leave It to Beaver fan as a kid. I liked it as a kid, too. Did you ever watch it? No. As a kid? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it on like Nick at Night and stuff. Okay. Nick at Night wasn't on when you were a kid. That was okay, I watched Leave it to Beaver when I was in my late teens. If something tells me you've seen a few episodes. I've seen, yeah, I, I've seen maybe 10 episodes. It doesn't suck. I wouldn't know. I haven't watched it in 30 years, but. <laughs> Wait, so I don't understand what's going on here. There's a helicopter. Oh, Those it's are... this guy's helicopter. Yep, he got it. Yeah, there's a twist. M. Night Shyamalan is around somewhere because it's going to be a twist. Dun, dun, dun. Somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) We're ghost. (laughs) Look at you getting into the spirit. (laughs) Of the comedy. <laughs> totally caught up in the movie now. Yeah. I can't believe a movie I hated. I'm watched now twice. 
it's a service that I do for you, the listener. This is definitely now a, everything. Oh, sorry. Now everything's fine in their country. They're ready to Turkish go for democracy. Been, yep. Democracy go. Oh, that's right. This is where Michael play the human toll. Yes. Because right. he cares so much about this, this. Also, wait. By the way, this this moment and how I remember it. This is also very right wing fantasy coming mm-hmm. up of what you do with a dictator. Oh, you show the uh, kids' toys. This, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, they could drop him off at the Hague, right? I hate, I hate scenes like this. But Michael Bay loves them. He loves them. Sorry, Michael Bay. If you're listening, yeah, I know like, you may be a listener. Um, you know, maybe this is just if you if you take the criticism constructively, <laughs> maybe what, what, these are supposed to like get our empathy and in I know get us emotionally involved, and they and it fails. But that's what that's, I think. Why? Because like, is there anybody out there that really watches those scenes and is like the kids? Yay! But maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe there are though. Maybe, maybe it's a right wing fever dream. Uh, manipulation does work on. I feel like if this was redone by Dinesh D'Souza, <laughs> he'd have somebody dressed up like Biden. Wait, he wrote the script, though, I think. <laughs> no. I wonder who did, like, what's, the, is it some house guy from from Michael Bay and Netflix <laughs> that wrote, wrote this? Like, someone had to write this, right? Somebody had, more than one person had to write this. This is definitely the work of multiple writers. Oh, it was written by uh, the Whopper Computer. Oh, it was okay. a simulation. <laughs> yes, uh, no, it was written by two people, uh, Paul Wernick yeah, so and Rhett Reese. Just, I, we got to just comment on how completely insane this is. Oh, this now makes sense. One of the writers wrote *Zombieland* and *Deadpool*. *Deadpool* two. Okay. So I bet you Ryan Reynolds brought him yep. in because brought him in to fix up his one-liners. Yeah. Oh, and who's this Rhett Reese guy? Oh, also a writer for Deadpool and Zombieland. Now it makes okay. way more sense. Yeah, and they were told, write us a Michael Bay movie. But this is insane because it's like the people of the country are just animals that will tear them apart and yeah. instead of like justice. Right. Like, like I said, that's the right wing version of democracy. Yeah, they, they, exactly. I mean, it's just bizarre, like, that that's what they do. I can't believe I was, here it is. Now that's actually written by the Deadpool people. Okay. Well, now it makes sense. So now it is the hands of, you know, the hands of different directors. The same type of material can be handled differently. And when it's, you're Michael Bay. So now I guess mission over. Yep. They're going to go their separate ways. We're ghosts. But then they're going to be unghosts. They're going to become the undead, which makes no sense to me. This this movie is kind of similar to that uh, Army of the Dead. I told you there's a lot of similarities to me yeah. in that. Though you bring in a team together. Yeah. I guess people the, like that team genre. Well, Michael Bay certainly is. Uh, d- you know, that's what Armageddon is. Ooh, and I hated Armageddon. What? Wow. Yeah. No. Oh, I hate Armageddon. <laughs> me too. Okay. Me too. I, was just... <laughs> I remember seeing it in the theater and it actually gave me a massive headache. I was so happy when it was I over. I don't think I saw it in the theater. 
my dad was visiting. He's still in California at the time. He came back uh, somewhere and I saw it with my uh, ex-girlfriend and he was there and uh, it was just awful. Yeah, not a good movie. Uh, but you know what? Deep Impact is also not a good movie. Oh, but see, I like Deep Impact way, way more. I like it more, but have you seen it again? I have over the years, okay. not recently. Why would, you know? Oh, it's just, it's just kind of weak. Yeah, is it? <laughs> it is. No, I don't know. Now, what the hell is the going on here? There. Uh, well, he's got the zooming camera and stuff. See, now everybody's happy. He's got democratically. They're still wearing those general outfits, though. By the way. Yeah. Yeah, because these guys are just like, hey, a new dictator. Yep. Now they're all bowing to the dictator. I mean, the democracy the leader. Democrator. The democrator. <laughs> and then there's just like you know. Oh, and now. Well, I mean, that and that, by the way, a, looks fake. It looks so that terrible. Looks totally fake. Yeah, that's yeah. in a studio. It, it, they're like, does this really look like rocks? No. Oh, and now you have two uh, stunt people actually climbing. I don't know if those are stunt people or CGI people. And he's throwing his gun away. He took a shot, and yeah. now he's thrown now, away. The now he's been redeemed. He saved people's lives. I think it would be funny if he goes back and sees his friend, and then his friend like turns around like you're not dead, and then he gets arrested because <laughs> <laughs> like you know because you're in the military faking your own death. That's yeah. Was he still in the military? No, or? I mean I don't know, but I'm just saying. Well, no, because he was on he was on that ship right, and he jumped off. So it's in a sense he deserted the army, right? What is this? I guess Ryan Reynolds has a family or something, or he just likes what? little boys with long hair. Well, why was Ryan Reynolds staring at that kid's smile? I don't know. <laughs> More questions are being asked. I'm dead. Mm. I hate this ending. This is awful. And one, but not done. Yep, one, but not done. Okay. Uh, Oh, and they are going with the Buckaroo Banzai ending. Where are they going here? Who knows? Yeah, oh, I guess that was a, that was a joke. See, it was like a that was a um, Ocean's Eleven type joke, right? But it wasn't funny. Or maybe next time they're going to have to go in against the zombies in Vegas. Oh, I would actually <laughs> like to see a movie. <laughs> Uh, called Bay versus Snyder. <laughs> right. Instead of like Jason versus Alien or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Predator. Bay versus Snyder. <laughs> the different and competing they styles. half of the movie about their team of characters killing the other half. <sighs> wow. So that, uh, what do you think now looking back and seeing it a second time? I, I, I realize that I need to see it? movies like this with a friend so I can laugh. <laughs> Well, okay, that's a really good point, is that in the right setting, you you kind of can have some fun with a movie like this. Well, we did. This is the only way yeah. I could do it, is watching it by yourself, you'll get depressed, because <laughs> you're like, really this depressing, is the state but, of No, but that's, I think, good for our listeners to know, you know, watch, some of these movies are, totally suck, but if you watch them with a friend, it can be kind of fun. Exactly. Yeah, we had a good time. We had a good time. It was a, it was a... Uh, I don't know. I had some friends who used to have like bad movie night, right? And they just sit there and make fun of the movie. 
Right. And so, you know, you got to have some friends over and watch this and we're your friends for this. We hope you enjoyed sitting with two obnoxious people, m- me more obnoxious than Teal. Teal's a lot less obnoxious than I am when it comes to these kind of movies. So, um, Well, but, that's because I liked this movie so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, believe me, you know it. Like when the sequel comes out, you and I, we're going to. Oh, oh, I'm there day one, man. Yeah, I, I mean, am showing up for the sequel. It would be actually you know, a movie like this. This is where I think it is like the mystery science theater people. They they watch it a few times and they write down some really good jokes. You could yes. craft some really funny things for this. <laughs> yeah, but then we'd have to watch it. More. I mean, oh, I know how many times you watch. I, I I couldn't do that to myself. I almost, I was going to write some jokes. I was going to watch some of it yeah. and write some jokes. And I'm like, no, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a whole that. like birth of Venus from uh, the Uffizi gallery joke, but I just said, now nah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, people, I hope you enjoyed this experience. Um, and it was an experience for sure. Yeah. Uh, seeing the Michael Bay the way that he's meant to be seen with uh, Teal and James. With commentary. Commentating <laughs> on the, the bayness. Um, so who knows what our next watch party will be and when it'll be, but we'll do another one. Um, you know, we always will take suggestions. Feedback at stuffweseen.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you, people. And uh, we are out of here. Got to go. Uh, I, I have I'm a ghost mission I'm about to have for the rest of the long weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go to Turkestan and cause some mayhem. <laughs> I love Turkestanian food. <laughs> it's the best. Well, when I'm wearing my yeah. Turkestanian uh, soccer shirt. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, you can, uh, you've, there's a Turkestanian restaurant in your town, right? <laughs> there absolutely is, man. The kebabs <laughs> are the best. Well, yeah, you can stab people in the hand with them. <laughs> That's right. It's just you got to be very careful when you're in a Turkestanian restaurant not to uh, have oh, any man, maggots we around. We can't give up on this movie. <laughs> no. I know. Like, get credits are long over. We're actually, Netflix doesn't even give you the credits. It suddenly, like, it, it morphs you off into their next thing if you don't know how to hit the right it's combination true. of buttons. <laughs> I was going to let it run all the way through the credits, but I couldn't stop it fast enough. Yeah. So <laughs> we're just going. All right. Uh, okay. Well, this is a little, probably our longest episode ever, right? Because of the movie. It probably movies. is. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>